Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Andre from the Opinionated Podcast, and I just want to remind you that we are live every Sunday on our Facebook page, and you can find us wherever you stream your music at the Opinionated Podcast. We drop a new episode every Tuesday. So remember to like, share, comment, and don't forget to subscribe. Enjoy the show. Um, the question I was asking you, Duck Man, before you know, we had a little uh, complications with the with the recording, man. Uh, tell everybody where you're from, man. You know where you grew up at. Yeah, man, I'm from North Philly, man. You're in the 24th Mall and Dub Block. Man, call me King of the Poverty, man. I'm in the building. I think I'm familiar with that place. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we grew up around the same area. So, yo, my yeah. question, my question is, I mean, yeah, I mean, you rap right now and everything, like. Like growing up, man. Like, what was some of the stuff, the music you was heard? Like, what you know that you listened to, and, and what made you get into, you know, start rapping? Oh man, around the time I started, it was like I'm gonna really say like DMX, like Rough Riders. Like I was, I was heavily opinionated back then. Like, you I mean, I, I like the old Rockefeller, but it was really like it was, it was Rough Riders for me, man. Yes, sir. And 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 that's that's yeah. really how it was though back then because you either like you either <laughs> like rock or you like Rough Riders. I was me and him actually we big Locks fans, so I was always when yeah, when Jada sure. Kiss was battling Beans, um, I was always Team Jada Kiss. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Damn, how y'all gonna how y'all explain that being from Philly? <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll be out there arguing. I argue with my older cousin about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Tell him, I'm like, ah, he ain't win. Now that I got older, yeah, he's, he's won, though. <laughs> now that I got older, I'm like, yeah. Bro, bro, ain't give all the energy to him because he really liked it. And so he ain't 50 cent him with none of that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 50 cent him. You heard him right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, like, yo, so, like, at what age, like, what age did you, you know what I mean, start rapping? Like, when did you start getting into it? Like, you know, just, even just messing around with it. It was like '01 when I recorded my first song for '01. I was 11. So I mean, uh, I had older brothers. They were in a they rap group. They was getting in and out of smoking. When I was getting on a couple of these tracks, and that's pretty much was my introduction to it. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Damn. That's early. So you know, saying that because you know. A lot of rappers, you know, when you first start off, or a lot of people I hear they first start off, they get their style from somebody or a little bit of their swag from somebody. Like, like who who did you like, you know, look up to and imitate, and and when did you like find your? It's a two part question. Like, when did you find your own style? Like, this is what I'm going to rock with. Oh man, honestly, like I. I think, like, I really want to see, like, 09 and, like, is one of the artists that, like, the, the main artist that's, like, my favorite artist right now is Future. You boys ask me, like, how I go from coming up my favorite rapper being Kiss and then being, and then Future being my favorite artist. But just, like, I believe it's, like, the harmonizing and the melody, man. That's what I'll be playing with now, a lot of the melody. The folk, he inspired me to do that. I ain't gonna lie. I think I think that's a lot of that's a lot of people like favorite favorite artists right now is Future. It's like he the he the OG to the youngest that's out now. That's that's what that melody yeah. shit. Which I fuck with Future. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. 
I, I think Lil Wayne is kind of the father to all of them, to be honest. He paved the way for he paved the way for sure, for sure. For yeah. My fucking dog. <laughs> now, when you like you say you started oh one and oh nine, like, you know, like how, like how was it? Like, you know, finding the tracks, how you know what I mean? Finding the tracks and everything, and like how how nervous was you like playing it? You know, after you found your tracks, playing it to people like, "Yo, man, check my music out." Like, was you nervous at first, or was you always like, "You know what? I, I'm destined to do no. this shit." <laughs> I actually got like vouchers, like homeboys that could vouch say like the shit. I'm like, I never been, never been scared. I never been hesitant. Like, whether it's to release music, rap in front of somebody, go to the studio, get on the stage, like. I always like, I always been like, I always grabbed it by the horns. You feel me? Like, never was hesitant with it. Yeah, now, you you would talk about rapping in that '09 era. Like, I remember mm-hmm. if I ain't too far mistaken, that was like, only you know '01. You say you started in '01. Yeah, was- I ain't dropped a mixtape till '09. '09 was the first time I would drop mixtape myself. Now, right. now back then in '01 and '02 or '03, was you messing around? What was it about like oh I want to say about oh four or five the battle scene in Philly was you messing was you dabbling in that was you going to other people's hoods and like you know what I got to see this yeah 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 for sure for sure for sure for sure I was like anybody like I had um, like eighty Jones under my belt I had my losses I had my win one Jones I had I remember other boy push his feet he, he I think he got a little name rap he's still in our city or whatever doing but we had like a crazy battle by like. Grass High School, that you know, had a couple of them motherfuckers there to take John. Like, and I had a Cypher. Cypher's really was always my thing. Like, I mean, Cypher's was different artists in the city. I mean, but I'm well around the age movie. I got a little bit of all of it under my belt. In order to tell somebody, Kev, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not uh, well versed on like Philly artistry, in order to tell somebody that you rap, mm-hmm. you got to know how to rap. So you gotta sharpen, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You gotta sharpen your pen like that. That's just what it is. Exactly. Um, you you mm-hmm. can't like yo, I rap niggas like go ahead. <laughs> you trash. <laughs> this niggas gonna tell right, you you trash. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how that shit goes. Right, go. That's how I go. Go ahead, Dre. Now I was gonna say, like, uh, cause we was we was talking yesterday, and um, like uh, uh me, it was me ducking my cousin Dion, and we was on the phone. And you know them. I'm gonna tell you, you gonna laugh. They was like, "Yo, man, gotta get back into them beats." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm like, no." But the, oh, what I was you never, you never heard none of your beats. No, I was going. I was about to tell you this nigga that I'm on there with. This is who I started making beats yeah. with, yeah. right here. Me and Dre. Oh yeah, that's who I started yeah. making beats we with. Know. A while ago, then he quit on me. And then, uh, <laughs> and then and I went you know, did it by myself. Yeah, hand me all my equipment. Like, hey, bro, I, I, here go my equipment. I can't use it. Boom, you use it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So you now you said oh nine you released a mixtape and that was that was mixtape like that was the mixtape ever like. Like mm-hmm. how was you? How was you moving in that circuit with all the mixtape, especially like in Philly at that time? It was a lot of lot of good dudes coming out of that time. Move and moving mixed. Like how was that? Like trying to get into that in that in that uh, I guess in that mixtape mixtape game. Oh, it was like 
it was like, man, I was young, hustling, you know, you know we from the real young when we start off and that that conflicted with a lot of stuff and made me kinda of cocky. So I remember the headshot DVDs. I still can remember when young Bob came through for the first joint and I was like, you know, cocky, like, now how much I make it fit? No, I ain't doing that. And that's where from that moment, like that's from that's like I got to tell you, nothing jumping on everything, you feel me? Because, like, you see how big that was. And I missed out on that. Like, I've been rapping all of this, you feel me, without being on that. It's crazy. And that's the age I do. So that that was, like, a, a, a staple for me, like, trying to drop music around that time with DVDs. Just, it's, like, kind of, I want to say finishing up good, but, like, it was a crazy, crazy time, bro, with all the artists going on in the city. Oh yeah, because who, yeah. who was who was on the come up at that time? Oh, I'm trying. It, uh, around that time, everybody. Huh? I it, hear you. Now I'm trying to think of all the dudes that it was a lot of dudes coming everybody. up that time. I, I just remember mm-hmm. going to the clubs and like the thing. <laughs> if you ain't from the Jersey and Metro area, hearing dudes they Power ninety nine used to just put cats on that was just hot in the city. They would just let them, you know, rock before you got to the club. You would hear that shit rocking in your stereo, like. That was like, to us. That was like the like yo. He made it. He on the he on he on Power ninety nine and shit. Mm-hmm. Kyle and shit. Yeah, back then it's different though, bro. Like that's they. they I feel like I ain't gonna say them niggas was like chose. You know, what I mean, back then, mm-hmm. but it kind of was. They got that had that, that cosign. It's it was other niggas that was just yeah. grinding, putting out. You know what I mean? Just trying to get together their music, trying to put out their music, period. You know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. that was the flip side of it. You know what I mean? Especially in Philly. I mean, I, I, Kat, we was making beats around that time, wasn't we? Yeah, we was making beats. We was supposed to do... We was supposed to jump on... Yeah, we was supposed to do the joint for Meek Mills. I think Meek Mills was dropping... He wasn't... Like, it was before he was signed. I think he was signed to T.I. or about to sign to T.I. That was Flamers 3. And, uh, yeah, we was trying to drop... We were supposed to throw something on his mixtape, and we, like, to us, was another fuck up. We missed the deadline. Like, we was in the studio, and everybody was like, yo, y'all got to submit y'all beats for this mixtape. Because then we did... Because we wound up going... I knew y'all got that fucking heat, man. I knew y'all got that heat. I already told man. I already told Crazy. Back then it was it was a little different. <laughs> the niggas, the niggas yeah, we was actually got on there though. They actually got on the uh, the Flamers Three Joy. They got the first track on there, and then that's that's kind of how far it went. That was it. That's Don't sadden us up, Kev. Nah, I ain't gonna sadden this shit. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm trying. You know, I'm just going back and you saying in '09, and I'm thinking it was trying. To, it was Meek. Oh, what's the other bull name? Um, There's too many of them. It was Reed. Reed Quill. was out. Everybody, dog. It's, you know what I mean? Daddy was the bull. Yeah, you know, you still like Ness. Ness was, Ness was still getting his feed from Bad Boy around that time, like a little bit. That was a little bit after. Damn, damn. That was crazy. He still was around block Ness chain around that time. Who you was fucking with locally, though? Like from around, from around, yeah, from around the way. Oh nine. I mean, I damn, I don't I honestly Meek, man, like like folk, like you I mean love you man hating me, he inspired he, he inspired man to know where he came from and to actually had seen him at clubs like all the flames was was fire. Around that time I believe that's when Oskino started going solo. Oskino was 
was dropping real hot project. Yeah, he yeah, was. That's about that's about what it was for me, man. Like smooth the AR ad a little bit, yeah, a little bit, a little bit around that time too. Yeah, yeah, I got my stories about that. So, so, so around <laughs> that time, was you, was you, with, now when you dropping your mixtape, was you starting to like get into the clubs, making them club runs, them, them spots you had to hit in Philly? Like you had, it was certain spots you had to hit in Philly for people in Philly to know. Was you making them a uh, spot appearance or was you just still like, no, not, not, not the, not the first project. The first project was like, man, it was like so much. It was independent. It was independent, and and, and 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 man, I ain't do well. Pretty much, you feel me? I only had about fifteen copies, and I gave them out to uh, majority people on my block. You feel me? Then we put it on SoundCloud a couple years after that. But it wasn't until about twenty thirteen when I dropped Postcode Starting when I started moving around, being in the clubs and getting in the ciphers with certain people and, and rapping for certain people that had names. Oh, yeah, Santos. Santos was another. Another boy I spit for, you know, Broad and Airy. You know, I was I was heavy hustling my hood, man, from Airy Avenue. I was gangster and tell you, any any young whether the Ab Santos, RP Pimby Rock, he came through the block, mm. hopped out before. So like, yeah, like yeah, around that time yeah. <laughs> you know what you know what it is though? Like 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 around twentieth street, like I I feel like you get a lot of support. You know what I'm saying from from that area, and and I feel like that with, cause cause it's, it's you, it's um at one point it was my brother, um mm-hmm. damn Nooney, it was it's it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of y'all, yo, mm-hmm. a lot of y'all can fuck a rap, mm-hmm. and I feel like when y'all when y'all getting yeah when y'all getting busy, I feel like the neighborhood supports y'all. You know what I'm saying? What would you say about that? Yeah, no, like man, that's the truth, man, and I I be the one like you mean with with Yakuda and. And Ben Majors and Nooney, like I be telling them, like man, we gotta we gotta push, like you mean, like you mean, like I never feel like I'm better than none of my niggas. I always just feel like like I'm consistent and I try to push them, like that's like the the the, the, the thing I do the most. You feel me, like and I be trying just put it in the head, man. We gotta do this, like because they love us when we do. You feel me, like we do it together. We get more unity and more love than we ever do individually. You feel me, right? See, I feel like, like, like I'm from NY. Like, in Philly, I mean, I know it's separated by North, South, and stuff like that, and West, but it seems like when a Philly artist drops, you know what I mean, as a Philly artist, you know, Philly gets behind them. New York, we kind of got away from that. Like, we was all, them Jews always competing, This the Bronx competing, competing against Harlem, Harlem against Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. It was like it, it's like you know what I mean your your borough your borough supporters you're not the whole city you know what I mean it's always some dude trying to be the king of NY you know what I'm saying so it's always niggas just climbing that mountain but when in Philly it's like like I remember when the Beans movement and 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 uh the Beans and the state property joint happened and then you had a little, you had a little bit when the major figure shit that was a little. It was brief, but it was there though. Like when them niggas came out, <laughs> that was my time right there. <laughs> <laughs> you say even and even with Meek and all them Joe and, and at that time Joey had all like like Philly rock with them. Do you still feel as though Philly still does that with their artists, or do you feel like they kind of got away from that? You mean like support, supporting, supporting, supporting heavier? Yeah, supporting heavy like they used to do back then. 
No, I feel like they got away from it, man. I feel like I feel like, man, if you if you if you a person that loves music my age, I'm thirty two, my age a little bit older, uh younger. And when you tune in to me, like because I didn't had like strangers, like I'm talking about they hit me up and the first thing they be saying is, oh, why are you not on yet? You feel me? And like I know a lot of people, people from my block know a lot of people, so I don't I don't be feeling like the support be there from all around because of sometimes, you know, like we might got street situations. Like we, we might have had a problem with such and such block or such and such. And you feel me? They might be tied to such and such. And you know how it goes. So, 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 so when we get that pull in our, it'd it be crazy, man. It's it just, I don't feel like, I don't feel like, no, my answer is no. Because even the old head veterans, man, like I pointed out, like this was a while ago, like my last, you know, like a year ago, uh, like Will Smith, you feel me? Like that. I feel like we should have a, a major, uh, you know, studio rec- record label here from Philly, bro. Like, you feel me? Because your, your whole career is backed off of the rap that you started and first was rapping. You feel me? So, I don't know. I just feel like the veterans, the veterans ain't do good enough here to, to pave a way for us and then the support be like, so, yeah. Damn. Wow. And that's, and that's been a theme. That's really been a theme in hip-hop right now because before, <clears throat> I'm going back 80s, you know what I mean? Eighties, they, you know what I mean? They, they, they paved the way for the nineties dudes and they would, you know, they would go pull a couple of these dudes that they heard from around their way. They blocked, then got that, a little buzz and they would pull them dudes, which made the era going to the nineties with, you know, the nineties would pull the 2000 dudes, but it was like, there's a point between like, I want to say about like, Late not like late nineties, early two, you know, early two thousand, maybe late yeah, mid two thousand. Like it, they just stopped. And like, you can see it now with the how the young bulls right now don't mess with the old heads too much. It's like it's a it's a disconnect. Where back then, rappers have respect for the dudes that came before. And in, and a lot of old young bulls says the same. Like what you just said is, yo, y'all just left us to do us, and we trying to find a way up out of this. Yeah. Like why don't y'all come back and give us that helping hand that we need? I ain't hear the end of that, bro. My fault. Now I'm wow. just saying, like the old heads don't come back and go like the the old heads, the bulls that wrapped in the 2000 don't come back for y'all. The the cats that's out now and give them that helping hand up like they need. So oh, yeah, not at all. So when y'all get on, it's like fuck y'all. Mm. <laughs> right. And you know what hurts the most though is be be the people from the city because they know the struggle. They know what I'm struggling. They know what they know. And none of us. I mean, ain't. And I don't think there's nobody in the city that was rapping that I seen emerge that just had like a silver spoon. You know? Like, you know, the story of these dudes and stuff. And like, to make it and know what you came from, you feel me? And then to not try to come back for as, as much majority of us as we can as artists. I don't like that, man. It's crazy. <laughs> that, that's, you know, what's, you know, what's funny to me? I, I just feel like, and it, it took me, it took me making making music and, and even uh, making beats and all that shit and fucking with different people for years, well over well over a decade. I honestly think, and it sounds crazy, you can't see my facial expressions right now, but I honestly think that it takes moving, and I didn't move because of that, but I'm I I think it takes moving and getting out of the city and making different connections because I feel like the. I always felt like the connections is everything, right? And I didn't realize this till I was older. Connections is everything. Yeah, and networking. If your network don't lead nowhere, then it's dead. 
And I think that's it's a lot of that in Philly. It, it might feel like it's going somewhere and leading up a ladder, but the ladder don't lead nowhere. Big facts. That's that's big facts. That's, that's true, yeah. man. That that shit crazy. And it's and I think that's that's kind of what what happens with a lot because it's a lot of young dudes with with some talent. You know what I'm saying? Like shit. How long ago was that when um? How long ago was that when uh? I forget when my brother was rapping either way, but I remember you was rapping then. So it's been a while, you know what I'm saying? Between then and now, um, did you, did you get locked up? Yeah, man, I did two years, uh, 2017 and 2019. That whole to me, man, that really fucked me over. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm what I... Sure I had an EP drop the day before I got locked up. I ain't promote that joint or nothing, man. That was, that was a rough time. That's that's why I was going to ask because I do remember that. So how would you say it's it's obvious, but how would you say that really that really jammed you up and, and kind of slowed you down specifically? Oh, it was like it was like it's like a blessing and a curse though because I feel like I'm now focused now more than ever. So the sit down made me mentally more focused, but at the time you couldn't tell me nothing because I made a six eight song EP promoted then. SoundCloud numbers was rising. You know, it started to be different from hard copies. And I'm telling you, you know, when I did the first mixtape of 09, that was hard copies. So, you know, about like 20, 2017, right before I got locked up, you know, everything was streaming and all these services and all that. So it was like, I was really getting my feet wet. And that was, that was, that, that really, that whole to me for sure, for sure. Now, like, uh, I see a lot of rappers and shit, like, you know what I'm saying, getting in trouble nowadays and shit and getting locked up and throwing their whole fucking careers away. Like, you being sitting, sat down for two years and you say, you know what I mean, it was a blessing and a curse. Like, what message would you want to put out there for dudes that's, you know, either in the game or trying to come up, you know, because it's a hard thing balancing street mm-hmm. and music. Like, what do you, what, what kind of advice would you, you try to get dudes, like, balancing that shit? So what kind? What would I tell them to yeah. try to balance that? Yeah. What, would you, what advice would you give them? Try to balance the, the streets and, and music. Man, when you when you when you when you got your heart set on this this music thing, however you could try your best to move out the streets, you should. You feel me? I uh I've been out the streets for pretty much two years now, man. I'm a uh, certified mental health therapist. You feel me? I've been through a lot. Man, I get paid busy talk to people about their problems. You feel me? And like it's just like you gotta remove yourself, man. You want this goal, this goal gonna take a it's gonna take a lot, it's gonna take everything. It's like if you try and make it playing a sport, I mean uh, however, even trying to be a lawyer or a doctor, you gotta go to school, you gotta focus on that. So like the streets ain't nothing to juggle with. You feel me? This, this shit is real, so you gotta fully commit to this shit if you want it, for sure, for sure. You never wrong getting a job and and paying for your studio time, your videos like that to really chase your aim to save your freedom, especially the record there. You feel me? Yeah. Word. Word. How much music you got out now? Mm. Like, how much music in total do you have out now? Not including Elite Eight, which we're going to get to. Ah, man. Man. Well, this, all together, I got seven, I'm going to say seven mixtapes and EPs all together. That's another meaning for why this Elite Eight, this would be my first album. I mean, but it's my eighth project that I ever done. I mean, all of years. Okay, which I about to say that took my next question when we was gonna get into a wily day, but there we go. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah. No, that ain't the only meaning though. Now, I still oh. feel like you, you can't you can't name eight artists 
for Philadelphia better, man. Like artists, like not just a rapper. Like I, I harmonize. I I do a little. I'm like I'm like blow for real, bro. Like I tell you, like I I do a little bit of everything with this thing, man. And I'm super sharp with it. I still bite your head off and freestyle off any beat. And like I'm an animal with this shit. So like I don't feel like you can name eight better. <laughs> like you feel me? Feel like I'm a league eight. Just I like cool, that. Right? I'm gonna drop final four after that. You feel me? Keep trying to move my way up. Man. Oh shit! Okay. So how how easy? You know, what I mean, because you remember we you came you came from that mixtape era. You came from that hard copy era. Like Me how sure. easy has streaming and being able to put your own shit out? And, 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 you know, like you said, the SoundCloud. Now you can somewhat submit. You can submit your shit to Spotify. Like how easy has streaming made life for artists like yourself? Oh man, like I think I think is. I think it's a beautiful thing as far as like the exposure, I feel like, because like I did the analytics on my music like a couple of weeks ago, like I had a, a, a good fan base in Tampa, Florida, and New York, you feel me, and, and Iran, which was crazy, like Iran, I'm like, I would, I've never been there, I would never, you wouldn't even want to go, but it's like, then I got contacted, like directly from little Little Arabian young boys of like 19, 21 that love my music and stuff. So it's like, I think back in the day with the, you mean the mixtape, the hard copies, it would have been impossible for me to make a fan base in our range. Feel me? Like, it'd be crazy. Yo, Iran is fucking, is, is yeah. random. And, and I'm, and I'm speaking because we, you know, with, with us being people being able to stream our podcast, we kind of in the same boat where we do our analytics and we see motherfuckers who listen to our shit. Okay, where, where the fuck they listen to our shit at? We was like, what the fuck? Like Bogota, India, something. It's crazy. It's out in India. Like, <laughs> it was, was like fucking with his heavy. heavy. Like, he still do uh, right? <laughs> Like, what the fuck y'all listen to this for? But keep right, going. Bro, out. But I, had, <laughs> I, had, I ran third in my job, like behind Tampa and New York. Like, Suey was, Suey was shit. So I was like, that's not me. Uh, fourth. That's when I knew, like, damn, I got something going on. Like, this. other people listening to me more than more than silly for real. So, but I ran. That was shocking to me. That, I know what y'all mean. That shit. How it is? That's how it is. I, you know what? I got. I got a question. Just in in general, when it comes to mm-hmm. being being on, because I had a different definition of what it. And me and you, me and you talked about it yesterday. Like being on the quote unquote on. Mm-hmm. What would it take to, for you to feel like you on, like straight up, like yo, all right, I'm I'm here. Other than money, other than money, mm-hmm. uh, right now, I, I would never want to. I would never want to. I would never want to pride myself with views or numbers, but like this album, streaming uh, more than anything else that I had, or the next video to come having more views on YouTube more than the last like basically just just growing from the last time just mean the most to me so like mm. I guess probably like a, a, a million streams a million views because I yet to reach that pinnacle yet so that would be to know that a million people organically watching tuned into my to me to to, to, to to the stuff that I gave from my heart that, that would be so dope okay Actually, I I really like that answer because that's that's just more more about growth, and that's the way you get to it. You know what I'm saying? That's how I, that's what I can't, uh, took from what you just said. Growth. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So so this project Elite Eight, man. Like, and you said pouring your heart and soul into it. Like like how 
how difficult, because, you know what I mean, each project you want to outdo the last. Like, how difficult was it trying to outdo your last project, you know what I mean, that you released before this? Well, I'll tell you this, man. The one single on there that everybody loves is Numb. And, and Numb literally from two years ago. And, and, and this project meant so much to me that even back then I said, until we, until I make a body of work that comes from my heart, I'm not putting Numb on anything. You feel me? So I feel like to hold that song has two EPs and a mixtape, for this album, I feel like I feel like yeah, like I feel like I feel like it's just it's just different. Like I've I've been planning for this like for so long. We're still we're still putting out other projects, other singles and videos and all that along the way. But I've been visioning this. Like I vision my billboard. I vision my flyers with the QR code. People being able to pre-order, pre-save. Like it was like a pre-vision of it. Like I mean, so that's pretty much what it was. Bro, what made you? Uh, who made you get? Because I wanted to do this shit for forever, and I'm not, and, and that's even for the podcast. What the fuck made you think of getting a billboard? I wanted to do that. What made you think of doing it, and how how was the process of doing it? Oh man, it was like I re- I was I was reaching out like uh, like on Google to different companies and stuff because like uh, my homie asked me like I had a couple uh, little interviews like podcast interviews set up and uh I was going through a couple freestyles on beats that was popping, you know, like to promote the album to get mm-hmm. more traction for the album. Then my man was there with me in the spot one day and he's like, Damn bro, what you gonna do some promo in the jump? And I'm like, damn, I told him I'm like, damn, I don't know, man. Like a month or so ago I was hitting these companies up, they ain't hit me back. So then it was like two days after that, I get hit up over Instagram, you know, that could be a scheme or a scam or whatever. And then once me and both FaceTimed and I seen, I seen that he was solid, man. On Dummy Entertainment, yeah, it was a good line, man. I mean, good, good, good business. Yeah. Okay. Because I definitely wanted to do that shit. I might wind up doing that shit for the podcast, honestly. Okay, what you yeah, think? Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. <laughs> it make see that right there. When you ride past a billboard, which you, which I would love to mm-hmm. do, right? you ride past a billboard, especially in your city, you'd be like, oh, that's the next nigga up right there. Like, that's what yeah, you see. When, yeah, when you ride in yeah. Philly, like, yo, all right, that's the next nigga. That's the next nigga up. That's who they put, I, I guess that's who they pushing to come out of Philly. Like, all right, let's start checking for him. Because I think, in, you know what I mean, in my eyes, I hopefully in, the, in people that's in position of, you know, power to get you out of there, be like, you know what, all right, he put his money into that. Like, let's look into him. Right. He took it serious, right. That was another yeah. part of it too, man, to let people know I wasn't bullshit. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the key. Around. That's the key though. Cause mm-hmm. I've seen so many people, bro. It's not it's like at this point, thousands of people and worked with mm-hmm. worked with a bunch of people that that's what they lack. Because the one thing I can say about music now, music is fucking insane. But the one thing I can say about music <laughs> now, you gotta be your own company. Like, period. And and what happens is for the for the bag or for you know what people think and, and that's even with podcasting is to me music and podcasting is very similar that's why I keep um I keep uh comparing them yeah because mm-hmm. you you basically have to run your music like your music like a company and somebody has to see the mm-hmm. value 
or you have to show physical value like streams and this and that. Run it as a company. A way to put it, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, well, I done I done looked into it. I done been around it. I done seen it. Like before before Ab got locked up, that's that's I was I was working with him. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying we was boys in them, but I was in the studio with him uh through through DJ Alamo, who I uh, you know, we was all part of a um like a little conglomerate that you know we all made beats. Mm-hmm. It was like five of us. It was it was great. So before he got locked up, that's what I saw him do. The way he ran that shit was like a business, and that's why people was inquiring mm-hmm. about getting on Vlad and doing certain shit that was basically like calculated. And I watched the nigga in the studio talk about it. I mean, a lot of times he was high as mm-hmm. shit, but when he would talk mm-hmm. about yeah. it, and be like, oh, all right, like I see what this nigga trying to do. That makes sense. And I think that's what everybody should really learn from. Run that shit like a business, and they'll they'll the money will just come to you. They're gonna come to you with the bread. See yourself as a brand. That's what I, that's exactly how I see that shit. Exactly. That shit like a brand. And and that, I feel like that billboard, like that's one of the major things. I've never seen nobody do that. And I think it's very important. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. I got hit up. <laughs> I got hit up by enemies telling me that was dope. You know, you already know that was good. <laughs> yeah, I say keep coming up with them ideas too. Mm-hmm. Keep coming up. The the one thing I could say, you know, what I mean, is um, uh, we're gonna get back into Elite Eight. But the one thing I could say is you you keep going, like you keep, you know, what I mean, like don't ever take the foot off the gas, and it's gonna pay off. Period. It's gonna pay off. Thank you. Thank you for saying that, bro. No bad. Yeah. But as far as Elite Eight goes, all right. So we, (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. me, I get off into my tangents and shit. So like um, when it comes to production that, you know, that's what I'm interested in. How did you go about picking beats and everything Mm -hmm. for this project? Oh, see, so it was like uh, 2020, uh, you know, the, uh, the situation, the lockdown and all that. Like, I was working on a project, Group Talk Volume 1, and I had a lot of, like, samples and, like, uh, stuff that I didn't clear, so it, it rejected me from the mainstream. I mean, from the stream platform, so I was like, all right, cool, I didn't ever drop it or whatever. And a lot of the beat makers on that project, I just dealt with them on, on Elite 8, you feel me? Mm. That's pretty much what it was. Oh damn! Reinventing, redoing, getting different drawings from the two different hits on this project because they like that 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 Go Talk was a soulful, it had a soulful feel, like you mean, but still like catchy songs and stuff like that. So I wanted to still channel all that in there. Okay. Yeah. How how was them studio sessions? You you ever had them nights where you went in there, you like I'm about to knock out like as many as I can tonight, like you know what I mean? In there all night long though, just getting it done. How was some studio sessions though? We always for 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 every joint on Elite Eight was like a midday session that would last until the evening. So it'd be like a a one a one to like six or a three to like seven or something like that. And I usually just be going to sessions with uh with, with, with my brother Yaka playing Yaka, you know Yaka. Yeah, you mean so we be. Yeah, we be getting little sessions like that. Like, I ain't did an overnight session in the stew in years, like years, like 10 years. <laughs> I, <agree with> that. <laughs> I think that shit, you yeah, know what? That shit, 
I don't know if I don't know if anybody do that anymore anyway. Well, they just go in and hit him out. Boom, boom. I'm in now. Sometimes my engineer put up. Sometimes he be in there at four a.m. You know, like damn. Them engineers work hard. I seen it. That shit is crazy. <laughs> Big facts. Chris, especially if you're the producers don't get enough love, man. So Drake probably wouldn't have stopped. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, look, I agree with that. They definitely, I, I was about to say, we producers definitely don't get enough, yeah. love, but they did it to you themselves. <laughs> I can't say, shit. we, yeah, I'm done with that. shit. You're a part of the academy. <laughs> I told him if I pull out, if I pull out the keyboard, I might, I might. Bang one. I don't know, man. I told I, I know I'll be trash right nowadays. Like I would be yeah, trash. Man, I hope my project inspire you to make beats again, <laughs> man. Cause you told me nothing was inspiring. I hope I inspire you, man. No bad. I I hope so. No, I know so. I know I'ma <laughs> like it. But when it comes to making the beats, man, I'm just I don't know. I might start banging on this shit. Cause it's a lot of stuff that gotta go differently for me to for me to decide that like, all right, let me just start. My shit is right. I know you can't see me no more. My shit is right at the top of the fucking closet right now. My keyboard, and I'm just like, let me just keep that. I'm shit. pretty sure you're running the dog on the podcast. I know you still got the equipment. Yeah, hell yeah, shit for the um <laughs> for the intro. Shit, how long was the intro? How long ago did I make the new intro? I fucking made the beat for that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Nah, he's rocking with that joint for about a couple of months, maybe up to a year now. Yeah, yeah, probably about a year. It rocking with that joint because my son had the that first. That was your last work. That was a you know what? Because I made that a while ago. I might have finished it and then you know what I'm saying, like, nah. and then put it on <laughs> there. Yeah. And his son yeah. actually made the one before that. His son, how old is Ron Ron? Well, he's like 14 now, but when he made the joint, he was at the time. Uh, he's 13 now, but at the time, he's probably like 11 when he made the first joint. He just like, yo, look, Uncle Dre, I got something for you. He was like, you know what? Well, we're gonna throw it on there for you. Yep. And it was good. Blood. Man, <laughs> it was good. Um so all right, so we got we 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 talking about Elite Eight. So here's here's what I want to know about about the about the project. How long do you see yourself promoting it before you put out the final four? Oh man, I'm gonna get this. A long time because that's what my management, my homies from the block, my family members, everybody says I've been dropping too quick together and, and without letting it. But no, I'm gonna pump this at least until at least until probably the end of 2023. I'm thinking like holiday time of this year, probably like I'm trying to get shoes and like you know, I had a couple shoes at work last year. I'm trying to get mm-hmm. more shoes at work. This year, you know, I'm gonna try to see if I can touch the land and be out there sharp. You know, they know people from just trying to use my resources to move around as far as the shows go. So I ain't gonna stop this because I want everybody to feel all 14. I mean, so it's probably gonna be a visual for every just four visuals out now, but it's probably gonna be a visual from every joint. Mm. I mean, it's a little story with every song for real. So, yeah. Word. Okay, that makes sense to me. Yeah. That makes that makes a lot of sense. So I mean, you already know. So Blow uh, is one of the ones. DJ, he's one of the ones. So I'm like, oh, bro, you, you dropping too close together. I'm like, nah, I, be, I mean, I don't know. If it was a Tupac shit, but I was like, dying any moment in these streets. Better be like, get it out, get it out, get it out. Like, yeah, I gotta start holding it. 
and just still getting in the stew because that's be what it be like if I, I get complacent and won't keep recording. But with it is, I just gotta keep recording, but just still yes. pumping this one project to the world. Like, yeah, you know, you know what, you know what I heard from a. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Russ. Um, he a rapper, right. white Russ. Yeah, the independent boy, man. I reached out to him before, man. He like that's crazy how the so much famous people answer me on Instagram, but he answered me this one liner and he just keep working. I was like, bro, how did you? I said in this paragraph, bro, how did you? Because he's like one of the most successful independent artists that I ever heard of. Man, how did you get it? Like, just let me know. He's like, just keep working. <laughs> I dig it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at his answer <laughs> either. Yo, just keep working. <laughs> yeah, Technically, I, it's correct. I couldn't be mad. I see him and I'm like the one thing he said that stood out to me was like um, how like you know how he kept working doing all that before his first hit and before his first whatever you know what I'm saying and he was like yo Mm -hmm. now all that shit that's available on streaming now like you know all the like all the projects you made so far once you get that one yep all the rest of them start going Mm -hmm. up now out of nowhere seemingly the bread is coming in, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't going to stop. So I, I do think it's important. You know, and that's what I thought, it. too. That's what I thought. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely correct. But the, he, the promo definitely is You got top, fans from 09, you know, like, yo, man, I remember when he first dropped his first mixtape, I had it. Like, mm-hmm. man, I don't remember giving you a mixtape. Yeah. All right, whatever. Long as you listen to my shit, go ahead. Rock with that shit. <laughs> that makes sense to me. So, um, so you, yo, know, what shit? What you, what you see? Like, what's your next like five year goal? You know what I mean? We, we good question. Doing yeah, shortening goals. Like, what's your next five year goal? Honestly, and this, I, I, I just say this all the time. I want to meet the artists. I wanted to work with. Want to work with me. Hmm. If that makes sense, like I ain't, I did my reach and I'm trying to do something, just trying to do something with that person. I'm gonna try and make myself a household name and a household voice and make it to the point that y'all want to do something with me. So hmm. that's pretty much what it is. Make it to the point that a, a future try to reach out a uh, Drake, uh, one of them type of artists. You feel me? Speaking Not of which, deal, but just uh, you know, just love. Speaking of which, who who would you want to work with most of all? And that means singers, like anybody, singers, rappers, whoever. Who would you want to work with most of all? I, man, I gotta be honest because I still got like an old show. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I still feel like me, like I am not do all that still, but I still feel like Lauren Hill or Erica Badu on a hook with me with the two or the three verses would be like some of the dopest shit ever in the world. Maybe Mary J. One of them three, like on a hook, like when I'm just giving you pain, and I'm yeah, yeah, like yeah, one of them three. That, see, that's, that's legendary. Dope. That's yeah. niggas, niggas don't understand. You get that's like that's like that's Nori. Getting a, yeah, it's like a Nori getting the uh, a, a Marvin Gaye on the track to sing a hook. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That is legendary. <laughs> that shit don't. That shit goes forever. It's like yo, how did you get? Mm-hmm. That mother, how did you get her on the track? You know it's, a, it's a stamp. That's, that's a stamp. Yeah, we got some music though. Well, <laughs> we got some music though. I agree. Let me, let me, 
sure, for sure. Yeah. But uh, a million in peace. That's uh, a million in peace. The intro off of the eight. That guy's video. I mean, the outro is way out. They both got videos out right now. Like, who you get to shoot your videos and where y'all be shooting at? Oh well, Link Lunar Cinema. I mean, he's my videographer. Um, we just a lot, a couple just depends what you're talking about. A lot of joints was running gun, but a million in peace. The intro to the album that was shot by DJ Greg. Ah, there we go. I got you. I got you. The streets is here. <laughs> All right, let me let some play. More than a million in money. I see niggas throw away food when other niggas was hungry. I see niggas get lair jet fly when others was bummy. And it just motivated me, dog, to get my own money and stand ten toes. I remember not having ten ladies if we talking clothes. I remember bitches when it come to that ain't had no hoes. I remember niggas wouldn't stand by me when I was at my lows. When I was at my lows. But nowadays I got goals and they bigger than my head hole. Niggas talking about they real, but we cut from a different mode. My soldiers gonna be here when the smoke clear. No conversating, debating, ain't no one we right. Yeah. And attention should be given, I've been working. Putting in all of this time, serving my purposes. One of the illest artists to come from the Illadel. And will I ever dwell on top of the haters? Well, if I don't know that I try, been a hundred all my life, then that shit ain't no lie. And if you ask anybody, they ain't gonna tell you no different. Cause these niggas that talk real dog, but really ain't with it like me. I really did shit that I can't even pass to my son. So I don't talk about it much, I let the beat run. Conversating, debating, these niggas get a ladder clip. And if not that, I'm waving with the drum. Cause can't nobody take me from my homie and my little boy. No conversating, debating about it, we making noise. Cause these niggas regular, this eight cog with a heck of a squeezing with ease, turn you vegetable. But you ever wanted a million in peace, more than a million in money? You ever wanted a million in peace, more than a million in money? You ever wanted a million in peace, more than a million in cash? Fuck the money, I just want all the memories that just last and never fade. It wanted to the point that we forever made, but these haters hating and they trying through forever shade. It's nothing to us, I'm sipping with my pinky up. Right hand, got a banger to let this banger buck. If anybody try to come and touch any one of us. Any one of us about this thing of ours, I'ma move and do my tick. Still lips, be one of the realest niggas that's in the mix. Talking shit, but nigga, is you backing it up? Catch a seven from that 80, I be lacking him up. And I ain't playing if it came out of my lips, then I stand on it. Be a hundred to the day I die, nigga, I'm a man on it. Ask about me since a young nigga, I was selling crack. Seen a lot of my niggas was selling that. Fell back, got another drug, start pumping it. Remember when the weed did nothing, turned up the strip? Then I fell in love with the hustle, so in love with it that I ain't put nothing before. That's a punishment. But you ever wanted a million in peace, more than a million in money? You ever wanted a million in peace, more than a million in money? Yeah, that shit was fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love the production yeah. on that shit, bro. <laughs> now I knew he was gonna come with. I knew he was gonna come with. <laughs> You already know, bro. From there, that shit is bang at the back. I'm telling you, like, yo, I'm proud of this project. I ain't even lie. Like, I'm pretty from air to air just listening to that joke. I know that's going to wake the listeners up. Number going to snatch their heart. That's number two. That's going to snatch their video for no more, too. That's, that's going to snatch their heart. Like, I had to collab with uh, J.D. Kiss Ledger on in 2020. He had put it on one of his uh, compilation mixtapes. So 
over 39,000 people heard it because I was actually seeing the views on that uh, on that website he had me on. Uh, it was a good drone. And I just held it. Like, y'all know it's going to be a drone. I want to put it on a project that mean a lot to me. Damn. Yeah, if it sounds like that, which I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure it does. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. No, you got some shit. You definitely got some shit. I already heard, you know what I mean? I heard a couple other joints too, but yeah, you got some shit, bro. Yeah, I know you're going to fuck with me. I know you I already know, man. That's all. Just, just hope it, it make you want to fucking you create again, man. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> look, and if I say, hey, look, and if I make some shit, and I send you some trash. You gonna have to deal with that trash. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got it for having it though. <laughs> That's a funny situation though. Like, hold on, bro, I'll take you back, bro. Oh, yeah, hit him, hit him with the joint. Hit me with the joint. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, that joint. All right, man. I see where you going with it. Uh, yeah, let me know what else you got. <laughs> I've gotten plenty of those texts. <laughs> yeah, just see what else you got. Um, yeah, man. So, so listen, we wrapping up here. So, mm-hmm. what do you want to tell any of our listeners? And then we're gonna go into like your social media and where people can find you at when Elite Eight is dropping. That's Friday when Elite Eight is dropping and everything. But um, what's what's one of the last things you want to let our our listeners know? Oh man, like whoever you listen to in hip hop. This slash rap, that genre, I, I, I could be equivalent to your ears that as they is. You feel me? That's pretty much what it is. Like I, I'm rapping color cut clarity. It ain't no mumbling this game. Mm. It's substance. It's substance. It ain't too much artists giving you raw, real substance. You feel me? You come within arm reach of me and see that I'm real. You feel me? So that's pretty much what it is. Good shit. And. Where can people find you? Tell them about when Elite Eight is dropping, where it's going to be located, everything, bro. Uh, you already know, man. On Instagram, man, Ducky underscore dollars, 2-O-W. So that's D-U-C-K-Y underscore D-O-L-L-A-Z, 2-O, with a little W. You know, that's 24 more, you hear me? And January 13th, Friday the 13th, man, it's going to be a night, man, because Elite Eight drop on all platforms, man. That's Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Diesel, uh, iTunes, uh, everything, man. YouTube, everything, man. It's there for you, man. Right now, videos out. There's a million in peace. That's the intro to Elite Eight, followed up by number two. We got Numb Out. I mean, then we got Westmoreland Vibes featuring Planet Yakata. And the outro video is out right now, too. That's way out. So give me y'all air. Let me know what y'all think. Y'all can contact me. <laughs> Good shit. All right. That's all I got. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Painted Podcast. If you love today's episode, make sure to subscribe. Leave a review. Five stars. We don't want nothing less. If you're an artist, actress, a songwriter, an author, or you're doing something that's interesting and you want to be a guest on our show, please email us at opinionatedpodcastddk at gmail.com. That's opinionatedpodcastddk at gmail.com. Thank you. Have a blessed day.